bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody! Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about politics like we're talking about reality TV. And it's Halloween, bitch! Happy Halloween, bitch! Boo! Boo! <laughs> boo! <laughs> That's just... Boo! Are you, boo! Are you just yell at me or startle me or... Boo! Are you mad at me? <laughs> yeah. What's that sound? That's like a... Is that a creaking door? Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> And what about hello? <laughs> oh, what about the breathing? Is there? Hello, hello. <laughs> Is anybody there? <laughs> and then there's like a whistling wind noise. <laughs> the wind is scared too. Yeah. <laughs> wind. <laughs> What's happening out there? Oh, I hear something. I know. I used to to do the exorcist voice and scare myself. I don't even know if I can still do it. Like, wait, and I would. Oh, I just made myself dizzy. A little bit. Yeah. Going. It's like you're doing a popper. You were doing a whip it. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing nitrous. Doing nitrous. I was opening up my asshole so I could, you know, accept the load. Oh, loads and assholes. Oh. It's Halloween. There's going to be so many loads and so many assholes. Every, everybody knows it's the big parade. Oh, yeah. Girl, right yeah, down yeah. Santa Monica Boulevard. It's going to be AIDS galore. <laughs> it's LA and, and New I York. And I mean, with and, all due, but it just oh, is. Oh, with all due, yeah. Your legs are up. Your tiny feet <laughs> and legs are up. You're in, you're in your relaxed. Who doesn't like a tiny, thick-legged, <laughs> tiny-footed, hulking les? Boop, 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 I boop, do. Boop. I love her. <laughs> but I know it's also your it's also your uh, movie producer power <laughs> position. It's like your. This is how I'm going to sit when somebody comes into my office. It's like when someone makes a movie and it's, but it's starring all kids as adults, and you're like the boy toddler who's doing the movie producer role. <laughs> like your name's Noah. And they cast you as the as the movie person oh or the God, agent. Oh my God, that is so funny! And I'm like, I'm borrowing my dad's suit and I'm <laughs> yeah. wearing it with a right. tie. And it's baggy, and you're like, come into my office. Right, come on in, you kids. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for me? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a cigar that I have. <sighs> yeah. And then you're making oh, deals and stuff. Okay. See, now you can't. Now you're moving because get into your DGP position. Okay. There's a fucking got beach it. towel on your office chair. Yep. I got a I towel think under my boobs. I'm going to assume it's okay. preventing thigh sweat. That's correct. Because for all the gers and burrs out there, <laughs> it is 100 degrees. Degreesios mm. in fucking 
Los Angeles and it is not cute and not cool. Actually, it's quite cool and I, quite cute. I hate it. I need it to go. I've got a, a rash under my boobs. I can't deal with it. I'm too hot. I'm uncomfortable. I can't sleep. The air conditioning can't keep up. I cannot fucking Julie live with this like this one more second. She has a simple heat rash under her breasts. <laughs> so she's going braless, which is actually quite a big deal because she doesn't just do that. No. And Horrible. Like, Sorry. And so and she keeps apologizing. I'm like, I, you're in a black shirt. By the way, with my picture on it. <laughs> Ironically, it's like my it's like a picture that Johnny made for Gayest Weekend of All Time. And it says Sexo Pharmacia. And it's like my headshot that someone photoshopped glasses. I should know who made that that picture because actually Johnny Johnny probably did. Oh, no, it was the intern at the time. What's his name? From Mexico. He went back to Mexico, so he's not listening to this. So he doesn't care that I can't remember his name. Um, But anyway, so her boobs are jangling around behind my photoshopped sunglasses on my headshot. Mm -hmm. And um she keeps on thinking she has shingle. I mean, she keeps on thinking she has heat rash, but and I've but she, I have been to the hottest Hades countries with her, where I have gotten heat rash like all over my stomach and Cancun, mm-hmm. where I'm like it's humid and it's 105 and we've been baking in the sun and we're fried and I've bumps everywhere, and it's hot here but it's really not humid and I'm letting her know that she has shingles, <sighs> which comes from stress. Which um, comes from having no money and doing too much drugs <laughs> and drinking too much. Phyllis, they're they're lightweight drugs. Phyllis, they're like pills and you know. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. Your well, shingles. I mean, I'm you know, sorry, I've got I got just... shingles. I got shingles when we were doing Funny Girls because it, it was got not... longer. It got wider. The red strip got wider. And it's a strip. That's what it is. And I told you, it's usually it around your around your torso. Mine was in that exact same area on my bra line in the back. Remember? We yes. Were doing, excuse me. We were doing people's couch. Oh, Jacques and I. Mine was exactly on my, my bra line. Back. Yeah. So we were doing people's couch. The guy was miking me up. I was scratching it. And you looked at it because you have to put your bra. I mean, your mic on your bra. You looked at it. And I thought it was. I was like, I got all these bug bites. And you're like, mm, <laughs> it's a long know. line of yeah, bug you, bites. I don't know. That doesn't. I don't know. And then I don't really know why. I feel like it might have even strangely been you that said it, which is so. Oh, that I said maybe because I had watched CNN earlier and saw <laughs> shingles, shingles, shingles. I know you can't shingles, make that G. Your shingles, mouth just can't make it. You like shingles, shingles, pringles, shingles, ting, you get tingles, shingles, shingles, mm-hmm. shingles. I think it's shingles, but shingles like seagulls. I have shingles. <laughs> <laughs> my shingles, my shingles. Shingle, oh, well. come here, please. Well, shingle, <laughs> shingle, immediately, please, entry, entry, shingle, entry. Emphasis is on every wrong thing. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> oh, it's starting I, off. I know. On a, on a, Let's a go. Jet I, I, yeah, I think it's good. I'm not changing it. Not changing it. Entree, shingle. I think that you have shingles, though, for real, and mm. I don't know. You know, I do know what you're going to do about it, and that's nothing. <laughs> that's put it off. I'm bringing this ice pack not with me. Not take care of it. I don't care. Badly treat it, even though with yeah. other people's things, you're great, because you have a doctor's vibe and a doctor's instinct. Oh, like it's... Like, if like, I had shingles, like I said, when I thought it was bug uh, bites, and yeah. you're like, immediately that shingles. With you, it spells out shingles in red, a red rash, and you uh-huh. go, I don't know what this is. I think this, I think this must be a heat rash of some sort. So you won't, you're just going to keep ice packing it, mm-hmm. keep beach toweling it. <laughs> I mean, is that a sports bra that you're using as a? It's a tank top uh, underneath my boobs. <laughs> it's a Target Hanes 
great. I can't. It just hurts. I know, but why not a rag or uh, something soft or microfiber? I don't have anything like that. <laughs> so I'm using the longest thing I can find. Or you is- could use a a panty liner or. You probably don't even, oh, you know, like interesting. that. That's what I do in my underarms. It's a good idea. When there's then sweat. my boob will stick though to one side of the pan. Oh, I guess I don't have no, to. No, you don't take it thing. off. Yeah, oh, and okay. you can double it, put on both sides. Ew, you go like that. Yeah, I'm totally gonna do that. Yeah, and that's what I do in my pits. I'm doing that, and then it'll fall out. Salt, and I'll go, ha ha! That great. was in my arm. That's that was in your, my shirt. Your, that wasn't in my skirt. You're actually like Brandy Howard, Doctor MacGyver, Doctor. No, yeah, I'm like that lady who sells the hangers on QVC. Joy Magano, exactly. So in honor of our Halloween special, we didn't even talk about Patreon, but we kind of did. But whatever. You guys know, go to Patreon and join and you can hear Julie talking from her movie producer stance. (laughs) Okay. Um, In honor of our Halloween evergreen special, because that's what it is. We didn't even talk about how we're recording this early. Oh, that's right. We have to record this because we're both. Well, well, I'm going away. I have to go do an Olivia trip and doing a show in Miami. So... Um, I'm going to be gone for a week, and so we have to um, pre-record. Where's the champagne in the in the kitchen? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, um, that's why my voice is cracking. We literally did the other podcast two seconds ago, one minute ago, mm-hmm. and so now we're doing this one. But um, I'm going to Voodoo Fest, Voodoo, 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 Voodoo. In New Orleans. We're going to Voodoo Fest. 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 My voice cracks. Julie loses. She's out of her gourd. I mean, it wasn't even scary. I didn't. I thought with Voodoo, you might go. You know what I thought you'd do? I thought you'd do the um, David Bowie song. Like Voodoo, Hoodoo. Lab- Labyrinth song. Yeah, from Labyrinth. Good one. That's what the Patreon song is. I know that. Got it. Oh, got it for the perfect. We always begin the Patreon. Julie chooses a tragic old song (laughs) that you just picked. I give her the 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 pleasure of me not controlling her for point one second of her life, and look how she squanders (laughs) it. She'll be bitch. Will be in there playing the Who, and I'm like, what the? And she'll be like, guess who this is? And I'm like, uh, n- nor neither me nor any of our one listener on Patreon knows who the fuck that is besides you. But so every time it's old, now they're gonna get, and they're hearing it now. But now y'all are gonna get Labyrinth. Fuck yeah. So um, I'm going to Voodoo Fest. It's in New Orleans, and I'm really just going because I love New Orleans. Okay, so um, anyway, that's what's up. We're filming this early, and this is our Halloween Evergreen special. So in honor of that, um, we're going to tell you a scary story (laughs) about one of America's biggest creepers. I don't like it in here. This 
is a special segment that we created special for our Halloween Evergreen special. Hmm. I said special twice. <laughs> you said it three times. I said it three times. This is because that's Spe- what this it is says. a special segment we created special for our Halloween Evergreen special. And for this special segment, we didn't even really have to dig deep into American culture to find a disturbing story about a disgusting <laughs> creeper. And this shit just happened. And when I tell you, it is horrific. I'm scared. I, I don't want to be in here. I don't I, like it in here. I don't like it in here. <laughs> I, I don't want to be in here. And, and why don't you tell us what happened? Well, oh no. Is it true? Bill O'Reilly got his job back. I can't even, I want to just be speechless. I mean, the rest of the, this segment should be, um, si- should be a moment of silence. Yeah, just silence. Like that's now it. If you and then we cut to, ee, ee, yeah, ee, now ee, it's time ee. for So There's That. That's right. I've been beyond about Bill O'Reilly. And I mean, let's, let's be clear. I thought Gwyneth Paltrow should have shut the fuck up about Harvey Weinstein. So I'm not definitely like, what about this kind of crap, mm-hmm. but I am so fucking offended. It was six months. Okay. Martha Stewart went to jail. And this motherfucker, by the way, Teresa Judice mm-hmm. went to jail. Why? Because her husband, like, tax evaded? He evaded paying taxes. He lied on his taxes. Both of them went to jail. Fine. Juicy Joe, go ahead. Right. I'm sure you've buried bodies somewhere. Fine. <laughs> Teresa goes to jail because she signed a paper. I don't see Harvey Weinstein's fucking wife in jail. I don't see his assistant who set up meeting after meeting. I don't see his man assistant and his whole board who knew underage women were sitting in an office, a storage room, while he forcibly fingered them and mm-hmm. shit. And like, these are men, Woody Allen, these are men actually literally accused of rape and mol- molesting. And they are walking free and... Teresa Giudice and Martha Stewart. Go to jail. And Paris Hilton, let's not forget, too. That's true. These are people that went to jail, women that went to jail. And Bill O'Reilly, he was accused of sexual misconduct and harassment six times. He paid out over $35 million. Just this one time, he paid 31 for one person, he paid $31 million. Oh, no, for, uh, he paid a total of 45 Sorry. So it was 31 for one. And then a, the, for the other five, it was like t- around 12. And boy, aren't they pissed. Oh, I mean, and this particular one, and he, and this time, he's going off. He's been on all the tragic other creep rapist shows and talking about like, like it's wrong. Who is that, and Glenn even, Beck? Oh, Glenn and yep. uh, Alex Jones and Hannity and whoever. There should be a rape network. It should be called Rape yeah, it's Network. It's called Fox News. And exactly. also, it's you know what else Fox, it's called? Fox Radio. Men. <laughs> Men.com. Should be called. I mean, sorry, but like, you know, I can't. Sorry to be the dead man horse, but like, <laughs> sorry to beat the dead who, man horse. Who's sorry doing to beat it? The, beat the dead man meat. Yeah, but like, okay. Just, but okay, so fine. So he. Uh, well, Glenn Beck's on the radio now, and Alex Jones is a podcast. Yep. So none of them, Rapist Network has all been kicked over to not being on TV, except for now, O'Reilly, who's back. Yeah, well, and also Sean Hannity's still on, and he was accused of sexual he was? misconduct. I didn't know that. Yes, I didn't know that. Are and you sure? that guy, um, I thought so. Because big head, big hands was. Oh, am I getting that? And mixed he's up? gone. Yeah. Oh, big job. Eric Bowler or whatever. Dead, dead, dead son. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, it's just at this point, it's becoming a, it's like a joke. It's like a sketch. It's like the, the, it's like the, there's the, the, the men need their own hashtag of just like, I don't even know. It's just like for women, it's who hasn't. And for men, it's also who hasn't, but also, you know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck is going on? I just, I'm more offended by, obviously I'm offended by, he's just, he's so gross. He's been so awful. Awful. Like when you're more despicable. Yeah than trump and yes i mean just his his attitude he's condescending yeah. where did we see him where he was like it's not all right he, he was getting I, like women's I faces thought, doing was it, it was the view on that show i thought it was on that show with um gail king oh it was like a round table at a table and he was like i'm not gonna talk about my employer you're trying to do this to my kids to my kids like that he's done he said that line fifty thousand times like, look him, he will, he is using that to death. Well, and he's trying to get custody. And anytime a dad does that, it's like, just get your checkbook out and keep <laughs> yeah. it pushing, bitch. Nobody needs you raising the kids. You clearly didn't marry, you know, a gold digging, like <laughs> hooker from the street that you're afraid to leave your kids with. Mm-hmm. You married a normal lady and now you don't want to pay and you need to raise the kids. No one should give you a child. I'm sorry, no. but no, you're incapable of raising um, a man child or a woman child and most men are and i will give you that what were you did you fade out no you said you'll give me what i said most men are incapable of raising oh, a child oh, 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 they can oh. do it in a co-parent situation they can mm-hmm. do it as a team yeah but i think sole custody you better be one damn commit i won't don't even do it and i'm a woman that yeah. shit comes naturally to me i mean right. i'm not talking about like actual attitude stuff but i couldn't fucking do it but I just don't think you're you're fighting this woman for custody. Like, do you stop at nothing? You fuck. He stops at nothing. He won't. He wants to be. He's so um, he's so arrogant that he's oh. he can't even let go of. He 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 believes. I think he believes that he didn't do anything wrong because he's so high and mighty. And he does think of women as pieces of shit or whatever. And uh and when the way he talked, when I you see yeah. like some of the people, the, despicable, the, despicable. the interviews and the way he talks to women, it's like, and no one, I'm just dying for, I want, you know, who won't take that as Maxine Waters. Like, I don't see him talking to Maxine Waters like that to her oh, face. She, she's the, you only think she's going to take one. that? She, she is, is not the absolute only one uh. that he had to come back after like talking shit about her. Mm-hmm. He had to come back and be like, I should have said that. I'm sorry. And keep it pushing. But, and he never kept trying to go in. But he has not stopped with Megan Kelly. He no, has none not of them stopped not once. And no one can match. It's like I know it, the whole thing. You know, you're supposed to be the bigger person. And Megan Kelly, good and good for her. She went on her whole thing, gave that long speech, showed her email, talking to, to the camera, talking about this is what he did to me. This is what I did. I did go to Fox. I did write them an email. I mean, for all we might think of her, she at least she did do yeah, that. Yeah, no, I was glad she, she did, that. did do that. And he um, paid $31 million to this one woman and then uh, and saying that it's all untrue, it's all bullshit, and that she's a liar and they're all liars. But who pays $31 million? I wouldn't pay a nickel. Harvey Weinstein nickel. didn't even do that. Exactly. And groping, raping. $31 million and you didn't do anything? You're a liar. Fox, you did all of it. Fox would have done anything to keep him, though, and then they had to go because of Roger Ailes. And now that he's back... They're just writing it off. Like, I don't even think there's a direct quote anywhere from Fox. The The general, like, verbiage vibe has been like, of course we renewed it. He was the most popular host in cable TV. 
and there was never any doubt we were going to renew it. And it's like, well, then what was he on a leave of yeah, absence? Yeah, what was it? It was uh, what is it? A sabbatical? A just, rape sabbatical? Yeah, was just, he on a rape sabbatical? Just to get Megyn Kelly over to NBC, get that dust settled, get right. Roger Ailes lice. They're all out in of on it. Then. So then, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if you continue to watch Bill O'Reilly, you are an enabler. You're let. You're well, of part course, of the problem. But you, we want what we hope is that they boycott it but they won't they won't they don't boycott trump those people and they're yeah because they don't think that's a problem what they're doing the fact that they even wanted him back just shows me just affirms to me even though we're going through this renaissance of you know empowerment i I never i I just don't think signed on that uh, well, I'm 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 not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. Because I don't. The, you can fire Harvey Weinstein all you want, but he's still going to come back and get a job. It's just like Michael Vick. It's like these guys and go and do fire, shit and, and they come back. You're not firing his board, and you're not. Yeah, exactly. The, that's the, they don't me, care. The, the whole issue was never. If there's two issues going on. And we talked about it on the podcast on the Patreon, but um, there's the issue that happens between men and women in like in a in a like um you know, in a dating situation or a romantic situation or social situation. And then there's a thing that goes on at work and what, what, and that's fine. Everyone's saying me too. And yeah. And who hasn't and all of us. And if you haven't, I don't know, you haven't been looking or you have, you haven't been noticing (laughs) and you have, and it's a power struggle and it's a, it's somebody abusing their power. And, um, I mean, and I've done it. And when I say who hasn't, you know, when you said what man's going to come on and say, I've done it. And it's like, well, they might not, but I will because I have done it. I've abused my power. And I certainly I don't um, really want to get with anyone, but I will use that. I will use someone sexuality, not their own, but our sex, a sexual joke as a way to be funny. And that technically is at their expense. And it and it does make people uncomfortable. And I've done it when I'm the one holding the power. And I've done it a million times. And by the way, it's probably never really even been that funny. And half the time I've been drunk. So that makes it even worse. So I've done it. And I'm saying I'm not a man. And I love that you don't care. And you excuse I don't that. care yeah. if women yeah. do it. I'm just okay. being honest. I don't no, care. That's okay. But I'm, I'm just, I don't care. What I'm saying is in the... And I'm happy everyone's saying me too. But I'm saying in the for the workplace branch of this problem, the power dynamic, abuse of power part of this problem i don't believe that anything has changed or will change and this is exactly the answer uh, or proving the my point not the answer but and not only that it has another level for us just because of people's couch and bravo and tv shows and like charlie sheen and even though i like love charlie sheen and his bad behavior and it's just like Anyone can do anything and if they're fucking making you money or they're getting these ratings and it and by the way like ratings a lot of that stuff is really arbitrary it's not even true popularity a lot of times is so much different than something that can be quantified like especially now with social media and digital and YouTube and there's people who are insanely popular on social media insanely popular who aren't making a dollar for what they create. Mm -hmm. So to sit there and say, oh, something like Arrested Development or um, Daria or My So-Called Life or People's Couch who have crazy cult followings on, you know, and then say the ratings aren't enough or whatever it is and make this justification and cancel it, but then bring someone like him back. I'm just taking it super, super personally because I feel like people who work hard and who are popular, maybe not as popular as him, get get canceled every day and well that, he's not popular that, he's powerful that motherfucker gets to come back well his ratings are his ratings and they perceive it harvey weinstein no i'm talking about oh, Bill oh, O'Reilly. Oh, okay, okay. 
I'm talking about Bill O'Reilly this whole time. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. the point of right. this thing, yeah. Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. I take it personally because he gets to come back with his TV show. And well, um, yeah, and it's completely and utterly it's one thing that all of that happened and whatever, but that no jail, no nothing, no pro, no consequence yeah, except that he paid Mar- out. You stopped Martha Stewart's right, show. exactly. But he gets his job back. That's I'm I can't anyone who has done this line of thing or if worse, aka Michael Vick, who I always put in the same category, I don't care because he killed and tortured a million dogs, got his job back. Like, I don't think you get to get your job back. I'm sorry. And certainly not if what you're doing is violent and or disgusting and or whatever. It's just like those things. You don't just get to get your job back. No. I'm sorry. And especially if with Bill O'Reilly, who's around people, like (laughs) you don't get to be around people and get paid for it. You don't. No. On your own, maybe. Do your own money. Do your podcast or your Patreon or do whatever. But you don't get to now be in a position where you're getting a salary from a entity you don't yeah, where people you are, forfeited where it people are investing sorry but no and and if i find out i'm investing in 20th century fox and you're paying out 45 million dollars i'm like nah nah no uh-uh no no and that happened with harvey weinstein too people are investing in the weinstein company and it's like and then you find out you're like you're you're letting that's a liability right 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 i mean come on okay so well gross. um now we get to talk oh. to someone else besides each other. A weird. A I want to have a kiki. Lock the doors. Right. Let's have a kiki. Motherfucker. I'm going to let you have it. Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Die. Turn. Work. Let's have a kiki. We are going to serve. And work. And turn. And hunt, hunt, honey. Now it's time for Off Limits, the part of the show where we interview someone about a subject lots of people consider off limits. Politics. Our guest today is a comic genius and probably even an actual genius mm-hmm. who's making America great again by riding Donald Trump's jizz-stained coattails all mm-hmm. the way to the bank. That's right. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He's a master improviser, comedian, and writer who has had a million jobs and been on a million TV shows. But what many people don't know and don't care about is that <laughs> him and I went to college together. It's a good example of how two people with similar educations can have such different careers. How did one go so right and one go so wrong? I don't know, Brandy, (laughs) but this motherfucker is so talented that he has his own show on Comedy Central. It's called The President Show, and he plays Donald Trump. I don't even want to say he plays Donald Trump. He embodies, he possesses, he reanimates, he gives birth to, and then he aborts Donald Trump every week, and it's a joy to behold. If you haven't seen it or you doubt me, here's a little clip to blow your damn minds. No, no. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. And that was not nice. It was a not nice question. Comedy Central begged me. Begged me to do this show. Failing Comedy Central begged me. They unzipped my pants. They got on their knees. It was disgusting. Okay? And I would get incredible ratings. Some of the best ratings. Huge ratings. Great ratings. Okay? And they say, you want to be on the same channel as Noah Trevor, whoever the guy's name is? Who cares? Whatever. I said, just invite me on and be nice. Just respect me. Treat me fairly. I'll have the best guests, the most beautiful women. It'll be so funny, the most funny show. April 27th. You're going to watch it. And you should watch it, because I'll be watching you. I guarantee you. Oh, boy. There's a woman sunbathing out there. Clear the room. Unbelievable. So without further fucking ado, we are excited to go deeply off limits with Julie's college drug friend, <laughs> Anthony Atamanik. Yay! Hey, Anthony. Anthony. 
<laughs> wow, so exciting. Mm. It is very exciting. That was a thrilling introduction. Are you eating now? <laughs> yes. I ordered a full, large pepperoni pie. <laughs> I mean, it's such an honor to talk to the man who made Donald Trump, like, almost adorable. I know, a sweet angel. <laughs> Oh, God, no. I hope that's not what I've done. I mean, I, th- I think, unfortunately, I think you have done the, the Will Ferrell, George Bush, where it's like, yeah, like so likable. Yeah, he's like. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God, I know. Are people telling uh, you, do you get that a lot or no? Um, no, I do. I think we get like, uh, <laughs> I think I get, I get a lot of like, um, I, I get a lot of, like, you do his interior, you do, like, his mind, which then, of course, is frightening because often I'm improvising from my own mind. So, <laughs> well, so how, how, so how did you know that you could do him? Was this, like, you know, an accident? Can you do anyone? Is that, like, your big thing? I mean, am I polyamorous with impressions? Yes. <laughs> but uh, I could do anyone. You are so but, uh, you're so open you're so millennial you're a polyamorous bi non-binary non-gendered gendered improviser that's what's amazing about you just call me call me them us yes yes Um. yes anthony for anyone who is listening is a human okay they are a human okay oh god we went to emerson so we were primed for all of this yeah um Mm. but like uh uh uh, no, I mean, I, I was improvising at UCB and, uh, someone said, uh, Mr. President, this was like two months after he announced and, uh, the, the show's called ASCAP, which is like sort of the flagship show there. It's like the Sunday night big, you know, monologist comes and whatever does stories. So I just did my approximation of Trump and, um, I don't even think it was that good. It, it was probably on par with how Alec does it now. So. <laughs> shade. I know, I know. Slight shade. shade. The shade of it all. <laughs> and then, and, and you got into, did you get into a thing with him too? You got oh, into a thing yeah. with him. Yeah. He was, he was, you know, I've, I've, listen, I've worked with him for years at 30 Rock and right. not like we were best friends, but you know, I, I knew him and uh, I think he got his, his nuts twisted because, you know, <laughs> He wanted to do the correspondence dinner and oh. at midnight was on at the time. And Chris Hardwick was like, you know, wrote me and was like, we're going to campaign for you to do it. And I was like, that's fine. I was like, I can't even actually do it because we're starting the show that week. So I don't have I could not do it. And I knew I wouldn't. Do it. I, I was nobody knew who the hell I was at that point and still don't. But <laughs> well, they I'm, knew. Sh- I'm, sh- <laughs> I'm sure you don't want to be getting into the comedy politics of it all, but I couldn't be fucking happier that you're yeah. not on doing it on SNL. I love that. It's yeah. like killing it's a, the game yeah, and yeah. it's not an SNL thing. I just right. love it so oh, much. Yeah. It's like yeah. the best. best job I never got, you know? Exactly. Um, and exactly. And best job you, I never got. And you don't have to deal with the, the sketch show politics are disgusting and you have your own fucking show. Like that's all they want anyway. So you have it and you could yeah. bypass all that bullshit. Okay, yeah, so t- listen. I, yeah, yeah, go on, go on, sorry. Well, were you going to give us some good gossip and tea about how Lauren Michaels sucks? Oh, uh, no. Okay. I was actually, <laughs> I, I was just going to, you know, because Bobby Moynihan, those folks are friends of mine, and Vanessa. So, like, I love a lot of people over there. And I don't say that because I have to. I mean, it's those old, old friends who work on that show. Uh, but, you know, I, that's different from the institution, which I think is, mm-hmm. you know, I'm yeah. not even in it. So what the hell do I know? Uh, but I'm glad... 
I, it worked out the way it did. Yeah. Well, tell us about, I mean, you've said a few times, and I'm sure I just want to hear it and hear it deeper, but you've said that just for, from studying him, you've learned to Trump it is. You've learned a lot of, like, about his psychology. So, like, what can you tell us that maybe we don't know or would be surprising or just anything? We want to know about his psychology. I mean, other than, you know. I think, I think what's interesting is actually how on the surface it is. I mean, I, I think that what's amazing to me is that people are confused by him or surprised. And I think it's really the intersection of the notion of the presidency, which is like, I think people have this layer of the presidency as an institution that they put on someone when they get in. And I think when Trump got elected, the news media decided that they would um, begrudgingly lay this title on him as if somehow he transformed by getting elected, right? Right, like when so, you, you became, pre, he became, he's going to become presidential or whatever. Right, exactly. He'll transform into a presidential figure. So um, the things to me that I, I notice is, I think the biggest one is that he, he tells himself his lies out loud. Because if you watch him... <laughs> that's that's he, a good point. And when you can tell, when he goes off prompter... You can see when he discovers something, what he'll do, and I believe this truly because he is a Gemini. We're only born one day apart and then many years apart, but he's born June 14th and I'm June 15th. Whoa! That's, that's, yeah, that's cool. Weird, right? That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cool and weird. Yeah. <laughs> he will repeat um, whatever he, if he goes off script, he'll say something, then he'll hear it. Then he'll look off, and you think he's looking to the crowd, but he's not. He's like looking to his twin self, the other self that's there, that's passively watching. And he like smirks about it, and then he repeats it. And then he says it to his crowd like, isn't this great? Isn't this new idea that I had great? And it doesn't have to be new, because for him, his narrative, you know, he's a classic I don't want to, I can't armchair analyze too much, but there is a psychopathic tendency there because I don't think he really perceives other people as real. He only perceives people as the extension of what he chooses to feel things about. And he chooses to feel those things based on his perceived appearance of those feelings, right? So he, you know, with Syria, right? He like talked about the babies and that's why he bombed that airport in mm -hmm. Syria, right? And mm -hmm. he was like, the babies, the babies. <laughs> and like, you know, and it's, and, and the thing is, is like, he doesn't care. He saw that someone showed him a video and therefore he cared about that. He doesn't care right. about yeah. other babies dying in the United States. He certainly doesn't care about black babies dying in the United States. Right. right? He doesn't care. So, no. you know, if for instance, let's say he met a trans veteran, Okay, because we did a okay. piece on the show with trans veterans. Yeah. If he met a trans veteran in the Oval Office, and they, and he was like, you know, especially because you know they're still, a, you know, they're even though he would perceive them as like, you know, probably in his uh, pre, you know, conceived notion they're weird or they're not as strong as a normal soldier or whatever thing he thinks. He would meet someone and then be like, wow, they're tough. They're actually tough. <laughs> he might in an instant turn around and be like they're great we should let them serve because he experienced it so yeah. therefore as the king the king experienced it and so therefore now it's okay so we're at the fickle whim of a sort of not like he has an infantile and adolescent mind 
but he also is a blank slate all the time, every day, all day. So whatever you feed is just what he regurgitates. And he takes nothing seriously because <laughs> he is only seeing it from his experience. The only things that are serious are his perceived sense of love. And since he is so absolutely abjectly disconnected from himself and has no self-love, he fills himself with all these other things. And I think the reason he kept running for president was because the rallies were un that's why he kept saying this is unlike anything I've ever seen because he was like I didn't realize that I could get all these people in a room and they would all love me mm -hmm. right yeah and 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 truthfully let's face it he could in, he is total contempt for all of those people individually he would not want to stand with them shake their hand touch them for more than you know 20 seconds and wouldn't want to really he sees them like Jane Goodall sees fucking apes. <laughs> I think she like, likes those apes more yeah. than he likes those she, people. <laughs> He's a, Jane Honestly, Goodall was a poacher. She, <laughs> the real truth behind Jane Goodall. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows she poaches. So anyway, I can go further, but like, but that's. But do you, that's, so do you think that, that he yeah. truly believes that he values money? Since you're saying he sort of fills this empty hole. Um, right. He's trying to fill it because he doesn't have love or self-love. Is he filling that with money and power or, or are we just thinking that he is? And he's really just trying to fill it with people loving and adoring him now. No, no. I think it's all by, I think he fills it with, uh, I think he fills it with the con. I think it's more about him getting away with something than oh. it is about money. Money is the byproduct because, you know, any reasonable business person or someone when they would like have their casino fail and then, realize that they've lost like 800 billion you know million dollars <laughs> would have a sense of perspective of like boy i really made a bad investment or i'm gonna have to figure out how to make a deal to cut some of this money out so i can pay it bankruptcy back only a person who believes in their narrative wholeheartedly without any respect for reality would turn around and sue the state <laughs> or sue his partners to try so for him it's about getting for him, it's about equilibrium. He just needs to be safe and balanced. And that's money. That's women. That's whatever presents itself. Wow. And I will say, as, as a person who's gone through a period in my life when I lived in Los Angeles where I, you know, uh, I went to Amsterdam first, then lived in L.A., and I got into some heavy drugs and I got into some heavy uh, womanizing, and I, I understand that space where you're where you aren't seeing people as people, you're seeing things as objectives, and it's a frightening place to go in your mind. And uh, obviously, I, I don't exist like that now at, at my age. But like, <laughs> I went to therapy. I went to therapy, which I still do. Uh, but like, you know, I I had and what I know from that time in my life, which is what I draw on to do him, is I remember how alone I was and how I would do anything to remove that chain that was living in me. And, and try to fill it with something. And um, I think when you build those patterns early in life, if, if you're unchecked, they just spiral out of control and get bigger and bigger until they start affecting other people's lives. Until you make a podcast called Dumb Gay Politics. That's, we're keeping it going. We're keeping that going. I was wondering, so you so you got this, this thing was like a huge tour, right? It was like Julie Trump said. Trump versus was, Bernie yeah. and Bur James Adomian was, did a brilliant Bernie. I mean, brilliant. The great James Adomian. Yeah. Brilliant. I mean, now James is a person, like I could do like hack impressions like Woody Allen or, or Shatner or whatever. But uh, 
James is a master. I mean, you can present him with someone and he can just turn them on. It, it's it's amazing. So we toured for I think twenty five cities. We went to Europe wow. and we did the states and so do it you was do you feel amazing. differently about Trump now as opposed to when you were playing him and during that tour and thinking, oh, he's just a candidate, he might not win or oh, he's not going to win or and then oh no, I knew he was going to win. I knew wow. he was going to win after the second debate. I wish you would have told I, us. <laughs> I told everybody in the show. All I would do is is tell everybody is is I would say three major pillars were this country hates women. So the notion you think Hillary Clinton has a chance, this world hates women. Forget this country. Oh, Thank God, you. you're so, talking Thank Julie's you. language. Thank you. Julie's getting you know, wet. She do. loves hearing and, that. And that's, that's her favorite. Well, finally. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken all this time, but you finally said the right thing. <laughs> tell me more. You know, tell me more how the world hates women. Oh, 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 she loves oh. it. She loves it. No one believes it. <laughs> it's true. I mean, to, to, to think about what he could get away, you know, what he got away with and, and how he behaved. And what we also learned is that, that the world also disregards and, and will worship wealth and whiteness without question. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and, and so, uh, and I think the third thing was um, the notion that our civilization or where we are at now is somehow persistent and consistent, which I think is an outcropping of social media conveying an age group's perspective that is i think too prevalent in our society which is the worst period of your life which is like between like 24 <laughs> and 34 like those are like when you're like full of shit you don't know what the fuck you're talking about like yeah. everything is like a drama like why in god's name we created a device that broadcasts the worst part of your life into yeah. the world and and <laughs> And, and and also no sense at that time in your life do you have any sense of history or how you know how the world moves and changes. Yeah. And I would say to the audience, I'd be like, seventy years ago we were packing Jews into cars like cattle. hundred and fifty years ago we were enslaving blacks to build this country. You know, five hundred years ago, uh, you know, women were burned at the stake and no one could read. You have to realize that you've only had this consistent reality since the advent of TV. So, like, what? Like, you know, 50, 60 years. The idea it's not going to change or that someone can't break everything is mm -hmm. crazy. And so that was that was my big thing. And uh, I even said on CNN, I, I, I was, like, on in February with James. And I was like, I said as Trump, I'm like, I'm endorsed by a number of white supremacy groups. And they were like, <laughs> okay, that's enough. And then, like... Six months later, they're like Donald Trump and the white supremacy movement. So, like, you know, people didn't give a shit. Yeah. I, I don't think people really gave a shit because I thought I think they thought they were secure. Yeah. And it turns out that, they weren't. Yeah. Is there anyone on CNN you can talk shit about or MSNBC? <laughs> who, who you've been done every news show, right? Who's cool? Uh, yeah. We like love, you know. Joy. I mean, yeah, I'm trying know. to say who's cool. Uh, Don Lemon is actually super cool. No. He's really funny. Uh, Did he and... hit on you? <laughs> <laughs> Julie, don't be Harvey uh, Weinsteining it up. Come I on. I do have a picture. I should send I'll text you. I have a picture of Don kissing me on the cheek. Oh, that's um, nice. Well, what about Rachel Maddow or Meet the Press? I've never the... met. Okay. Oh, well, Chuck Todd, I think, is a, I mean, I call him the human Merkin, but I think that. <laughs> oh, my uh... God. We call him Vagina Mouth. Oh, my <laughs> <Yeah>. God. <laughs> Oh my God! His vagina face is going God. across the world. He's Everyone knows. Got, 
He's such a Merkin boy. And <laughs> yeah. like, the fucking totally. It's crazy. But also, he called someone Han the other yeah. day. Oh my God. Yes. yes. He called um, Casey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the name? girl from. Yeah. Um, her name's Casey. He's Hunt. like, good job. Good job, Han. And then it stopped on her yeah. face where she was like, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. wow, dude. <laughs> just, I mean, I you mean, know, you want to give him the benefit of the doubt, just like in some manner, but oh. Did you think he was going to say good job, Hunt, but then he's afraid <laughs> that good job, Hunt would sound too much like something else? I, I don't, I hate, I, yes, Hunt, good job. He was going to go, good job, Hunt, good job, Hun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's oh, uh, that's my favorite clip from John McCain from 2008. Is there's something where he was speaking and he wanted to say country, but like he like <laughs> interrupted in his own thought. And I kid you not, he's like, "This is a great cunt." And then he like pauses, and you're like, "What is happening? Like, what are you? How is this? How did this just happen?" Uh, <laughs> either that or John. Either uh, that or I think John McCain mm. works more blue than I thought. But uh, so, God, that'd be so, great. Uh, mm, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Maddow, I've never met. Um, I really love Katie Turr. Katie Turr is oh yeah, she's yeah. so like her. cool. Yep. she's so cool. Super. Uh, she's so intuitive about Trump. She spent so much time around him oh, that she I. Yeah, so I really spent a lot of time talking to her and trying to, like, get info, you know, get things from her that she knew. Oh, that's Um, Have you had any blowback from, like, Trump? I mean, I'm sure you have. A, tell us about some blowback, and B, do you care? uh, No, I mean, mean, you know, I don't want my life threatened, but, like, (laughs) uh, I would say... But, like, if Kellyanne uh, Conway doesn't like you, will that bother you? (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, uh, the weirdest thing that happened, uh, is, is, uh, I'll get to Roger Stone, but like, uh, I was at Politicon in Pasadena and I was doing the Trump show. I'm in the hallway and none other than Tommy Loren is walking down the hall and she walks up to me and goes, I love your show. And I went, "What?" I looked at her and I said, have you watched it? (laughs) And she and she went, yes. She's like, I just think you're so much better. You do such a better job. I go, but have you listened to the content of the show? And she went, yeah, yeah. You know, listen, you got to do what you got to do. And I was like, ah, ah. I was like, that's who you are. Wow. Like in one second, I was like, oh, you are like, I mean, not that I didn't know this, but like you really are whichever way your the wind blows. And then I think it was Keith Olbermann maybe said to me that like she like used to do like a liberal video blog in college. Oh, so, like, yeah. Oh my so, god. Like, what a so, like, fucking just, asshole. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. She's just the I hate those people even more yes. because it's like you're trading in it. Like at least like have some conviction if yep. you're gonna be a hateful person. Agreed. You know? <laughs> Agreed. You know? I've, I've always it's, said I will you know, I might not agree with you, but I'll respect you if you're honest and that's how you feel. At least I can true. get behind like I can respect it. But if you don't even believe yes. in it, you you're, I know. you're you believe you're nothing. You you stand for nothing. You're Terrible! Yeah. You're the worst. And then who was the other yeah. one? Was it Roger? Well, Stone? Roger Stone walked up to me and he was like, "You so." He's like, "You're so wonderful." And he go and he goes and he goes he goes that Alec. He goes he he does a terrible job. You do a much better job. And I was like, "Okay, thank you." And again, I said, "Do you watch the show?" And he said, "Yes." And I said, "You realize that I think you're a criminal." And he's like, "Ah, oh, well." <laughs> he like just laughed it off, and then he like grabbed my arm and he goes. He knows. And I went, what do you mean? He goes, you know. 
he knows. And I went, okay. Uh, <laughs> so I think he was implying that, that Trump knew about me. Oh. Uh, but I also think he's kind of a little disjointed. So who knows if that's that's true or not? <sighs> and and he uh, and uh, and he said that I I imitate his presence. Uh, and I can read people pretty well. Like he was being sincere. He was yeah. like, "You do his presence when well, you do him." He's like, "I've known him for thirty years." He's like, "You know how to embody his actual." Yeah. Oh, I mean, you literally yeah. stood in the thing when we were watching. Because we believe me, we binged the goddamn show. <laughs> we can't stop. And well, we just can't stop. Even dumb clips. Like, I'm gonna go to bed <laughs> at that show now. I so uh, like the, you standing in the suit. The way the suit creases in your goddamn crotch is the same as that. Yes. Your penis yeah. is what we're saying. Yeah. I mean, and the standing, and the uh, and the hands, and all that, but also the nuance. Yeah, girl. I think the it's, I think it's also like that because he's funny. I mean, he I is. think he has a good sense of humor. Yeah. It's like you're making fun of him while also embodying yeah his sense of humor because he thinks he's being funny even yeah. though he's like being shady. Right. And right. you're doing that. I mean, it's just yes. beyond. It's beyond. It it's is. like that's oh, why the level of the nuance times, is crazy. Yeah. There are times when he's been like, listen. The thing where he threw the water around with Marco Rubio, that press conference or that that yeah. rally is legitimately funny. Like <laughs> I remember watching it and being like, this is funny. Like he's did something funny. Or when he was doing the Ben Carson. And yeah. He was talking about how Ben Carson couldn't stab oh, yeah. a belt. <laughs> so I always yeah. said he's the he's the worst open micer that for some reason just ran for president. And he was just doing open mic acts like yeah. he it, it is crazy to me that he, I, 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 he like I don't understand why and what he was thinking. I don't really think he had any idea, and still I don't think he knows the impact. That's the most dangerous part with you know nuclear stuff. Is like yeah, I don't think he really perceives or understands the reality of it. Yeah, well he doesn't know, and what, that he doesn't is understand the consequences of anything. To anyone else. No. He's only had to deal None. with his own self because well, he can deal with bankruptcy. He can deal with his own shit. He never gets arrested for anything. So to him, there's no consequences, right? Well, hopefully people yeah. from now on realize the importance of a sense of humor when you're running for That's something. Right. That's right. You just make the people laugh. Yeah. Well, it is important. But really yeah. quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. You might not know because oh. um, <laughs> since your Trump is a stuff of legends, but um, we here at Dumb Gay Politics <laughs> Julie does a very average, never to be called uncanny or dead on in any way, um, Melania Trump. That's right, Randy. <laughs> Thank you. My husband, Donald, I've been wanting to talk with you. Uh, missing what you. Missing you in the bedroom. Melania. Not really. Melania, I get in the dog bed. <laughs> I'm so tired of sleeping in the dog bed. I want to go walking with Baron down, but you won't let us. Donald, please, yeah. when will no. we go with Baron to... We will never go with Baron. Can we visit my parents in Slovenia? <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. I want to... I know. Well, they have nothing to talk about. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, at the end of the day... What you? What's hilarious yeah. is that you think, oh, it'll be hilarious. In our minds, I was like, Brandy, it's gonna be so. I had a funny <laughs> idea. We'll do pillow talk with Melania and Donald. And then, as I thought about it more, I was like, they don't fucking ever spend time in bed together, and or any time together. So how would they oh, even no. have I a could, conversation? Uh, I could tell you what they. I guarantee you, he does things <laughs> where he'll be like, 
He'll be like, that's a great flag, Melania. See that flag? So amazing. <laughs> so wonderful. Look at all the people here. So great. Great people. You know, I got to tell you, they had great mac and cheese at lunch today. There's great mac and cheese. What are you doing, lady? You want to go shopping? Go shopping. Uh, yeah, and then, she, and then like, she's just like, it. right. And then she's like, oh, yes, thank you. And then she goes and fucks her security guard, her, her actual mm-hmm. boyfriend. Because she's mm-hmm. like, thank you for the money, Donald. I go as Baron now. The flags are walking. Uh, okay. Like, it's like <laughs> crazy. Well, we don't, we don't have a, We've had a, a non-speaking Melania, but we haven't had oh, well. a speaking Melania yet. Well, something for you to consider, but you know. You can have I a speaking Melania see- that no one sees. <laughs> That's true. That's shrouded in oh, right. a dog bed area. We could dress her as like a grieving Italian widow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Always just, and, and that's how we speak. So you're like this, like, I love that flag. Yeah. Where is Baron? He's all I care about. I only love Wait, Baron. Now- I have a real question I want to ask you real quick, which is, did you have to, did you actually have, did you cut any of Larry David's real hair? Oh, <laughs> uh, I no, but it was all um, extensions. Like it was fake hair on uh, combs. So I did right. have to cut actual hair, but it was, wow. but it was like putting, I mean, and listen, that experience was amazing. He was, I, he was I mean, he was great. I loved him. Yes. It was an awesome experience. But I did put weird combs of hair in his head and then would cut them. And I was just standing there thinking to myself, like, you're cutting Larry David's fake hair right now. Like, what is this is our life. This is bizarre. This is bizarre. It's amazing. Well, uh, wait. Uh, oh, God. Why am I forgetting her name right now? Uh, I can't believe your I'm wife, your wife. My no, wife? Oh. my wife. No, not your wife, uh, but Julie's no. wife, the fake wife. Oh, oh and on the show? No, no, oh. no, not uh, Jeff Garland. Uh, Susie. Oh yeah, I love Susie. She I was think great she too. Is, Hilarious. She's the best. She is such a nice person. So it's nice. Like, yep. Hanging out with her, and you know, I did this benefit for Joy Behar where we did Trump, right? Yeah. And the best part was it was improvised. So oh. she did her time, and they cut her off, and so she had two minutes of her act left, right? Yeah. So she comes back and like any stand up, she's like, they cut my two, my last two minutes. And there was this whole thing about about um, auctioning off a, a, a phone call where she would call someone and like do like, you know, talk, like be really nasty. Yeah. So someone like auctioned for one hundred dollars. They're like, I'll uh, call the White House. And she's like, how am I going to call? I'm going to call the switchboard. And so I came out as Trump right after. And Joy's like, all right, Mr. President. I'm like, I got the weirdest voicemail from Susie Essman. <laughs> and she said, and she said she wants her two minutes back from the end of the act. <laughs> and nobody got it because nobody knew what that had gone on. Oh, but I thought it was really funny. That is funny. <laughs> I mean, I could get into, obviously, I want to get into you being on The View, which we glossed over. Oh, I mean, God, I love The View. I mean... <laughs> I, I, I'm a lady of the view, okay? Yeah, well, I'm going to say, like, what was that experience? Obviously, Joy is incredible. How are the other ladies? Yes. Um, well, uh, <laughs> other, no, no, they were great. They're, you know, it's funny, but, like, one, I tend to zero in on Joy. Of course. Um, and they, they kind of changed. You know, one time was with Dawn. Another time was with, um, oh, God, her name's like Beelzebub, but that's not her name. Um, oh, Beelzebub Weinstein? Oh, Devil? Devil yeah. Dog? Yeah. What? <laughs> Who is but, it? Um, I don't know. Bialy, oh. I forget her name. But, um, I don't know. Uh, you know, the, my experience of The View has always been that they're super welcoming. 
They okay. want the material tight. Ah. Um, and at the same time, then they like are like, do six more jokes. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess we're going longer. Um, uh, on election night, it was amazing because Joy was just getting loaded. And when they called, <laughs> when they called Ohio, they, I had only been out for like a minute. And they called Ohio. And I went out to the producer. I was like, this is, he's winning. I'm like, he's going to win. Yeah. And they're like, no, he isn't. I'm like, he's going to win. I'm not doing the losing material, I said, because it's going to look, it's going to not look good. And uh, I went out, and when he won Ohio, I came back, and I had, like, had my own mental break. Because yeah. I was like, now I'm staring down the barrel of, what do I do? I do? We didn't have this show in the works at that point, and I also didn't want to do this. I wanted to stop doing this. <laughs> and I, I wanted to stop. And, like, even this season, like, this season is sort of careening towards, like, Trump having like a mental break and that's because I'm having a mental break. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. you know, if you have a mental break, just we'll all be there for you and just know that, you know, you're doing a, a public service and it's important work you're doing. Yeah, And if you're it's having a mental work. break, we know he is. Oh, he's definitely yeah. having And we all, you know what? We all are. Yeah. So if you, wanna, if you ever want to fall is. off the wagon, like fuck therapy, do drugs again. Yes. We're here doing that daily. Yes. Okay. Feel free daily. to come by. That's the space we live in now, because nothing is uh, what it was supposed to be at this age. So, you know, I know. Just now, that's for sure, isn't it? That is the most for sure thing. Because you got to remember, only two years ago, I was you know what? Two years, less than two years ago, I was teaching improv, which was wonderful, and like working like twelve hours, fifteen hours a week teaching improv, and like getting by, and was like, all right, I like this. And this has been like an amazing thing that I also was like, this wouldn't happen. Like I was like 40, well, I was 41. I was like, that's it. I'm, it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. I fully yeah. was like, it didn't happen. Yep. Like, it's okay. I'm fine with it. I got another good 40 years left. I'm going to make the best of it. Mm. And like, oh, so gosh. Then this happens, <laughs> but it happens. It's like the worst Faustian bargain you can imagine. It's like, yep. it's like, oh God, you devil. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. it's like the movie. It's like the movie Hunk. Look it up. Yes. Look it up. Yeah. Look it up. Oh I wait, know what's you the what's the one with the uh, uh, the guy uh, with Brendan Fraser? That's Bedazzled. Grant. It's called Bedazzled. Bedazzled. I love Bedazzled. And I'm gonna say this for the record. Yeah. I finally watched Mamma Mia the movie. Uh huh. And you know what? What? I thought I am. I love Mamma Mia. <laughs> Well, you know what? Um, listen, there's some things we should all admit, and why, why not? It probably never would have got made if Harvey Weinstein didn't fuck all of them. Wait a minute, is that true? I just, when I looked at the victims, I was like, aren't they all in Mama Mia? Except Meryl Streep. Well, Meryl Streep kind she of was she, one, too. I mean, she, well, she wasn't a victim. But no, she said she, she wouldn't. Well, didn't, she dealt a lot with Harvey with Weinstein. Him. Yes, she had to do deal with him. Do you think each of them, do you think each of them was like, oh, Mama Mia, here <laughs> yeah. we go again. Jizz, jizz, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein, jizz. Well, do you think that he did that to, what's her name, too? Baranski, Christine Baranski? <laughs> You think he tried it with Christine Brand? I just can't Let imagine. Me tell you, I don't think so. I don't think Baranski's going to suffer that shit. I don't think so either. I don't think she would have either. No Her way. and Meryl Streep were like, fuck you, Weinstein. And he was like, I mean, you're Weinstein. too old for me anyway. Yeah. Well, I'm that, glad, that I'm glad you're, you're tortured and torn. It's really, yeah. it's, it's sweet. It's a nice quality. I yeah. mean, a lot of people oh, are, are fucking like kicking up their heels. Like, let's make the most of this shit. Right. I am. I'm like, just give me like a trophy wife, one trophy wife commercial. <laughs> I don't care. One sprint yeah. commercial where I play, you know, that's it. I'll oh, just make my, God. you know, tight 20 G's off this. 
hey, I couldn't even book oh. the lesbian part. I went up for today. Okay. <laughs> Uh, went, uh, you know, uh, couldn't even get that. Couldn't even seal the deal with that. Went in for a chemistry. Yeah. Date. Couldn't even fucking Whoa. get that. Yeah, that's how wait good it until, is. Wait until I'm dressed like Bob Denver in the fucking Trump outfit. <laughs> I'm like 70, sitting at like some like Comic-Con table, like signing... <laughs> You know, the well, present show when, headshots. Well, that during that time, you can call me. I'll be Fat Melania when she's 70. <laughs> You'll be in Branson doing like seven nights a week of yeah, Fat Melania. Exactly. Nobody be sad that the interview's over because you can go see him be hilarious and amazing on the president show every Thursday at 10.30 p.m. on Comedy Central. Now, um, tell our 14 listeners where they can find you on all your preferred social medias. Oh, boy. Here we go. So there's... <laughs> Instagram, I am the real, actual Tony. Okay. <laughs> and, and then on uh, Twitter, because I was stupid, I actually put my, my name in. So it's Tony Atamanik, which is A-T-A-M-A-N-U-I-K. But if you type Tony Atta, it will probably come up. Okay. Uh, and you can follow me there. Facebook, I don't care. You deserve everything that's you, happened you and do. all the bad stuff too, okay? <laughs> well, thank you. Well, th- <laughs> and now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where I give Julie the task of finding one positive thing in all the insane negative shit flying around. It's always hard for her to find this moment, and this week was particularly challenging because we pre-recorded this episode, as we said, so technically she had to find two, so there's that, in one week. The horror. It's actually perfect since it's the (laughs) Halloween episode, and there's no better torture of Meow Meow than this segment. Okay, so what's there? Your so there's that moment of the week. I mean, this should be called the stretch. <laughs> I thought I just want to say for the yeah. record, this is probably gonna like blow, blow it. But I kind of been thinking that Anthony Atamanik might be a permanent. So there's that of like the whole presidency because I've just been oh. so like so there's that. Like yeah. I mean, we got this delightful. Yes. Like, uh, what did you call it? Soothing? Yeah. Or like, right? Well, you I know, said delightful. Like delightful. That yeah. it, makes, it makes me smile yeah. and I put it on. I watch yeah. it repeatedly. I wish he was that. I wish that Donald Trump was the president. Yeah, he's just so cute and so sweet. If you yeah. guys please go watch that. Like, just watch clips on YouTube if yeah. you don't have TV. Right. Or It's so great. Oh, just, my God. He's like our new. He's definitely going to be our new, like, go-to. Yeah. For like. YouTube yeah, clip. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, I apologize in advance for this, but uh, now I'm no quitter. I will stay in something way after I should let it go, i.e. everything in my life. (laughs) In some ways, I'm a life hoarder and I can't let things go because a piece of me believes um, it will go the way I want to. And if I quit, I will have let that moment go that would have changed it all. If I hang on, yes. You definitely don't let magazines go. If I, <laughs> if I hang on longer than anyone and prove to the universe, I'm worth it. My determination will prove my worth. My big break will come or I'll show them or this relationship will get better. I, I just, I just got to hang in there. Love conquers all. This is why I can't stop watching Grey's Anatomy and I love teen fantasy fiction. But we know. 
We know there it's are also because you're gay. Right. <laughs> we know that when the ship is sinking, the only way to save people and even the ship itself is to throw yourself overboard to release some of the weight, some of the pressure and lighten the load and hope you don't get eaten by a killer whale or flesh eating ocean disease. But I digress. The other day, Republican Senator Jeff Flake got on the Senate floor and handed his notice to the GOP. And though I want moderate Republicans to stay working for the government, because next to Democrats, they're the only sane people we have on our sides. I don't want people quitting. I want to believe that a moment will come. I want to believe they can bucket out the water and plug the ignorant, hate-filled holes that are riddled on our ship. That the relationship will work. The big break is just around the corner. <laughs> but we have to face the truth. And this penis-nosed senator, and in, seriously, the nose looks like a full penis and you've got to change your name from flake why is it corker and flake? Uh, i mean They're the both, two of them they just right. need to change those names well this guy recognized the futility of it all senator jeff flake gave a speech that republicans need to hear and what's most telling is the response from trump and the white house i'm talking to you sarah huckabee sanders they're scared they're defensive they're immature and they're reinforcing stop, stop grandstanding <laughs> stop grandstanding hang hang up not taking your call reinforcing everything he said in his speech literally everything he said they then responded with in kind but what he said was important and brave and i hope more republicans have the balls to at least do something they only have the balls after they quit that's the thing that's right that's why it's really really brave you know what he's doing and i just got to say because this is what i kept thinking is they these guys these two corker and flake yeah <laughs> fucking come on it's like a um, hair plug system exactly call up corker and flake or, we'll fix your hair like lawyers mm -hmm. um so they're doing what everyone else is scared to do with harvey weinstein with bill o'reilly with right. so many situations with trump right it's like you're scared to give up you know sean spicer all these people they worked and worked it's like they're you're scared to quit you're scared to lose your job and every you single shut up and you never lose that's your right job. and every single republican except for john mccain is coming out and being like can't we get past this kind of talking when can we get into making this political and someone's personality political and it's like wow they're all doing it they're doing exactly what this guy said in his speech yep and it's so gross senator jeff flake tossed deck chairs off the titanic and threw his body into the dark water and rather than let him down i hope republicans get it together put him on a lifeboat and stop hanging on for a moment that will never come it's time to let it go the romance of the presidency that trump will become presidential or that one person in the inner circle has anything to offer other than sycophancy and self-serving exaltation not one leader has emerged not one only followers and it's done and jeff flake had the dick and balls to see it and do something about it don't forget ass and ass i urge you to watch his full speech it's 17 minutes and quite inspiring i pulled a clip which i'd like to play right now here it is i will not be complicit or silent i've decided that i would be better able to represent the people of arizona and to better serve my country and my conscience by freeing myself of the political consideration that consumed far too much bandwidth and would cause me to compromise far too many principles. To that end, I am announcing today that my service in the Senate will conclude at the end of my term in early January 2019. It is clear at this moment that a traditional conservative who believes in limited government and free markets, who is devoted to free trade, who is pro-immigration, has a narrower and narrower path to nomination in the Republican Party, the party that has so long defined itself by its belief in those things. 
It is also clear to me for the moment that we have given in or given up on the core principles in favor of a more viscerally satisfied anger and resentment. To be clear, the anger and resentment that the people feel at the royal mess that we've created are justified. But anger and resentment are not a governing philosophy. There is, there is an undeniable potency to a populist appeal by mischaracterizing or misunderstanding our problems and giving in to the impulse to scapegoat and belittle the impulse to scapegoat and belittle threatens to turn us into a fearful, backward-looking people. In the case of the Republican Party, those things also threaten to turn us into a fearful, backward-looking minority party. We were not made great as a country by indulging in or even exalting our worst impulses, turning against ourselves, glorifying in the things that divide us, and calling fake things true and true things fake. And we did not become the beacon of freedom in the darkest corners of the world by flouting our institutions and failing to understand just how hard won and vulnerable they are. This spell will eventually break. That is my belief. We will return to ourselves once more, and I say the sooner the better. Because we have a healthy government, we must also have healthy and functioning parties. We must respect each other again in an atmosphere of shared facts and shared values, comity and good faith. We must argue our positions fervently and never be afraid to compromise. We must assume the best of our fellow man and always look for the good. Until that day comes, we must be unafraid to stand up and speak out as if our country depends on it, because it does. So there's that. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Yep. Another day, another no dollars. <laughs> but head on over to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and join our members only podcast. Podcast. For one dollar. Podcast. like a Is it like a ping pong ball? Podcast. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. good. <laughs> Um, it's only $1 a week um, and you'll get an extra hour and it's not politics. It's fun. You can hear us spill all the tea and talk all the shit. We hold nothing back on the Patreon. That's right. It's a dollar a week and we really give our heart and soul. We love doing dumb gay politics and we appreciate every single one of our 14 listeners. But if you want to hear us uncensored, being real and being raw, then the Patreon podcast is for you. Also, we're supposed to be doing a live taping <laughs> of Dumb Gay Politics on November 14th at the Hollywood Improv Lab. I'm most likely going to cancel this show, 
But I won't if you go on hollywood.improv.com and buy your tickets now. They're only $10 fucking dollars. And our special guest is L.A. News anchor and Harvey Weinstein ass kicker Lauren Savon. So that's going to be exciting if she doesn't cancel, too. Yeah, she, but you never you know. know. Who else is thinking they're going to cancel her? <laughs> she um, forgot she agreed to do the show. No shit. She's been in Hong Kong. She's been in Bergendorf. She's been in she, I know. God, I can't wait to go to Bergendorf. <laughs> I have a flight direct, direct to L.A. She's to Bergen. She's been in Hannibal. She's been in <laughs> Hannibal. Hannibal. Fling on. Junko. Dinkitude. Doobadoo. Slap fucker. Boop backer. Boom bower. Fukadoo. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see what she does. But okay. um, and if I cancel and if we get the tickets. Right. Um, and as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been. Duh. Uh, 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 Go watch uh, Anthony uh, Atamanik. Uh huh. It's all shit. It's all just dumb gay politics. America has gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that. Cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit. It's all shit. Ooh, it's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B a a a a s. This shit is trumpets. T r u m p a n a n a s. What? I don't know. I don't even know.